Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Umbrella Academy, Season 3, Episode 7. Off the dozen? Yeah, I looked up the pronunciation. I think I got it close. Written by Michelle Lavretta. Lavretta. <laughs> I would look up the pronunciation for that, only to screw up the pronunciation of a last name. Classic me. Directed by Kate Woods. Finally, another good episode. I gave this one a 9.8 out of 10. Very strong acting. Very good uh, scenes. And how it ended was kind of like, oh yeah, I want to go to the next episode now. Even though there was one big, just absolute nutter. What the fuck? But other than that, this was absolutely... A blast to watch before we jump into the review wherever you're listening to this podcast stitcher itunes spotify podbean go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback on the umbrella academy or any other show that i'm doing blackercouch at gmail.com so we're going to discuss the the separate stories first because everything else kind of happened rather chronologically with the remaining families actually there was only one side quest and that was with klaus and his father this was surprisingly more heartwarming than i'd expected because you have their father being reginald being reginald hargreaves but at the same time he does seem to have a far more or maybe it's the i don't know i think he's actually being deceptive because we met him in the flashback and that was not the same man i know that you were drugged but it doesn't seem you were drugged that long that you would all of a sudden i think you're taking advantage of the situation and klaus is the exact one and the easiest one that you could utilized to get in on the family but he is driving down the road in his cadillac (laughs) singing nelly he said must be the money he even whispered it when he got out the car that was dying at no point in time have they tried to make reginald hargreaves a likable or relatable character and they managed to do so in 42 minutes it's amazing (laughs) but he opens the trunk because that's where klaus is and he's like did you murder me put me in the back of your trunk yes you were dead for 22 minutes (laughs) he lets him out and he says that he should be able to come back from the dead much better and doesn't understand why he's so repressed in his powers as they continue to drive along and klaus explains to him well a lot of shit went down the toilet rather quickly first five disappeared then ben died during the jennifer incident I think we finally know why Ben is so so different because 
clearly he was supposed to die <laughs> otherwise we would have gotten a much a much worse version of the of the character so it was a benefit that he died young is what they're trying to tell me at this point in time but more on ben and the possible jennifer incident considering he was in love with someone else last season but this is his origin story and we don't know how ben died despite them saying it was so very obvious i figured it had something to do with his powers but we now know we now have an origin story to explore he said you drugged your daughter for years you locked me in a in a tomb and you turn your number one into a half monkey boy (laughs) to put it bluntly you were a terrible father he's like yep i kind of picked up on that thanks for for making it making it vocal it's official you suck so he says why don't you let me make it up to you by teaching you how to control your powers because i want to be a better a better father now oh did i tell you what the title means i did not it means on scene again that's what i got on scene again that's the literal meaning or goodbye in english so there we go considering he has tattoos on his hand that says hello and goodbye that makes sense so we go into a comical a comical bit in which he needs to catch the ball but when he doesn't tell him well in the car he asks do you trust me and he looks at him like yeah i trust you no hell no i don't know how he could not hear the bus coming down (laughs) or the cars as he ran out in the middle of the street the first time or the second and third time that he probably got the gist of what was happening he's like you tricked me and that's the thing if i come back to life it still hurts you could have some painkillers nearby or something come on but he improves the amount of time it takes him because he says he has no control over how long it takes him to come back from the afterlife but in fact over a course of time and many deaths and he really be writing everything down in his journal too (laughs) he finally does conquer being able to come back to life until it's just a matter of seconds he then drives him to a graveyard and he says look there was something taking away from you here that you need to recapture he gives him a pep talk sends him into the graveyard let's just call it what it was the effects on those ghosts were just awful (laughs) god awful (laughs) not even enough to run from because they were that awful and he ran away like that i'm like boy you need to start running like you got some damn sense and he runs past his father and he hides and he's like no you need to confront this he's like i'm scared because it's flesh-eating monsters i'm like no they're not they're translucent why are you running why are you running he says you are not afraid of that you you'd rather quit than disappoint me in any timeline i am simply far too brilliant a teacher to have left you so untutored which is a really good point we never really thought about why he simply allowed the academy to disintegrate the way it was and why they are so stunted in their development 
he says conclusion it was no accident i made you children feel small uh in an effort to control you uh confused about your own power so i could control you and he asked why would you do that and he's like never mind that now explain to me explain to me i think that that's important and it may come back to oblivion like he could not get these others to go through oblivion however he could get these other children that have powers that aren't that that can use them or utilize them but aren't powerful enough to think to overpower him i don't know but he definitely is they're making it clear that he has an objective and that objective is through that door i don't know what it is but it's something and that's pretty much the conclusion after he sucks in all the ghosts i don't i'm not even sure what was supposed to happen there i was just cringing at the at the effect i want to talk about lila very quickly because i do feel this was her episode as far as finally giving some contextualization to this character and not just making her so much so the joke they did a really good job with her in five and they continued that in this episode i was just as annoyed and i'm still not forgiving her but there's a lot that you understand about especially relating to uh what allison is going through and maybe what her life has been like that you start to get a little bit of a grasp of okay because i always felt when they threw lila in it was just she was here and then she became the thing with diego and she never got really fleshed out enough for me that i could relate to her but in this episode i i started to get who the character was and where she comes from in a flashback the code open as well she goes back to to operations and she kills a lot of people we get to see a herb and oh gosh what is her name how am i gonna forget her name dorothy dotty one or the other they are uh, he's sweating bullets to confront her and let her know that hey there are people that want your head and uh there's a new regime but she's watching her mother shoot her in the chest proving that she didn't love her at all which that's a pretty hard blow to take and because we never really saw them in any close manner and it's just because i really hated the handler so i couldn't stand any of her scenes um it does it does hit pretty hard to know that the person that raised you not only killed your family so that they can possess you as a weapon they then trained and utilized you as a weapon and didn't even have the benefit of like thanos at the end being like well i'm gonna kill you but i really do love you for real for real i love you so much that the sacrifice that is required i'm willing to do um so she goes to 1989 west berlin at the berlin wall 
she starts taking a hammer to it because there's a hidden briefcase there that she knew about that the handler had as a backup she takes it out she reads the note she's like oh you found mommy's uh little stash by the way don't trust anyone but me clearly this was not meant for her to find if you know you know you're looking for that last bit of token that i really did care about you kind of like uh thon in the end like he really did hate barry but he did at the end must have felt something different because he even said like i i loved you like a child we love a child so even after he was defeated he graciously confessed to the murder of his mom so he can get out of jail uh, his dad can get out of jail that type of thing that's probably what she was looking for but she did not receive it which makes her even angrier until she meets uh stan's mom of whose name i cannot remember or pronounce she then does what everybody does in a midlife crisis she joins a band oh oh chill chill baby after the longest drum solo of my life in which you are never gonna make me believe that you're that talented she wakes up in her new friend's apartment we saw stan his poor abandoned self in the back room trying to get some sleep he drinking coffee at the table where's your mom she left with the bass player she does that sometimes (laughs) when will she be back a week (laughs) later bitch get fucked he tells her she doesn't have to stay he's used to this he can take care of himself she says how would you like to go to america and fuck with a friend of mine and that is how they make their way to diego she feels really bad about this because diego is not happy he is desperately searching for stan because he can't confront her lies even though she is like he clearly kugel blitzed uh, number five joins them the door is now closed to the oblivion he said my older self told me about this before he killed himself so we need to figure out how to get in he's like look my fingers are gone because of some monster in there on a leash so no uh sloan and what is his name i almost forgot luther show up to say now that we're time play oh god luther you you have barf vomit sometimes out of your mouth even though i did chuckle a few scenes because this script was well written well enough to allow me to uh but they invite for a family meeting i swear all allison does is smoke cigarettes and drink booze i'm just the crazy slut with a dead husband (laughs) diego was standoffish but she's like come on this is the only way to get stan back or stop this happening to anyone else besides stan luther goes to talk to allison and says do they does he know and he's like shit like maybe you shouldn't have made that decision on your own or something to that effect she said family decision a2 brutus a2 fuck you bitch shut the fuck up bitch back the fuck up i knock the fuck up you 
nice outfit you look like an unpop zit <laughs> she had some really great lines this episode i'm not gonna lie i kind of like bitch allison <laughs> um the family meeting commences they discuss working together in regards to the kugel blitz victor wakes discovers only harlan's walkie talkie knows something is up before the family meeting can commence because everyone comes in there's like we hate you ben you're the worst ben we want our ben back <laughs> he's like sit down you can say please why you gotta be so rude don't you know i'm human too oh i forgot in the hotel room <laughs> five says i can't believe you sentient stds <laughs> i've been in the portal it's like damn that's some cold shit right there <laughs> uh but this was another one of my great allison lines this episode she's like uh make yourself at home bitch this is our home oh shit oh shit oh shit in the end she even bowed to her like uh i know that was a sick burn back then but i didn't want to acknowledge it <laughs> that's when victor uh, oh wait that's the line he said if i kill you will we get our bin back <laughs> so then we get the huge victor and allison confrontation i'm not gonna lie i was been with all of those cheese puffs i told y'all last episode i laid it all the fuck out i told you if this shit goes down you cannot throw stones when you living in quite a rickety ass glass house <laughs> i'm not saying that allison is on the right track because she's clearly not she's doing some terrible things she's crossing a lot of lines however <laughs> Victor is definitely not the one that could be talking right now. All right. You killed Pogo. You slit my throat. I could have died. I didn't even blame you. You was going to kill the world. <laughs> I could have killed you. I didn't. You needed to save Harlan and give him some of your gosh damn powers. Then you just left that mess back in the. We told you, stop it. And you didn't want to go with five. And then you held on to that huge ass secret and made a very unilateral decision. You cannot be very surprised <laughs> at the at the uh the shitstorm coming your way. And it was quite a shitstorm. It was perfectly acted. I mean, both were bringing it as she sat there allison like uh they didn't do anything i did <laughs> she took at least full ownership and then allison dropped the bomb he killed all of our mothers they uh um they was not prepared <laughs> <laughs> for what nobody we was all not prepared for what happened next because that was bad enough ben was lapping it up 
he did say i'll take 10 bucks on the the small one he's like i was like i'll take that bet that's before things started getting turned i felt worse for diego he was like i am bamboozled because on one hand you can't talk to her like that i need to protect her from all these harsh words but on the other hand you over there speaking mad facts though (laughs) he was so conflicted (laughs) his face was very conflicted uh allison or lila also was like you know i'm not picking sides but i kind of feel with the recent loss of a child and my pregnancy what it must be feeling like for which that's another bomb we gonna get um what it must feel like for allison right now you can't no one's gonna be able to understand that pain around her and i think because of that they don't know how to help her and they really are rather pushing it underneath the rug as if it's just a sacrifice but it's not and that's something we do need to remember or that i do remind myself not making an excuse for it but there is a case there is something that led up to it it's not like oh this is all of the machinations of a villain and she still hasn't turned 100 percent villain she's just being a bitch (laughs) and morally rude to her family but once again it's not like the shoe has not been on the other foot i remember season one and how diego was tearing her life to pieces up in that freaking hole first season despite it all in the end they do continue to love each other but that doesn't mean that they aren't going to hate each other some days and right now we're in that hate phase we in that hate 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 phase putting it all out there the majority of family voted to turn them over you decided to go against the family vote then you lied to allison about it knowing that he calls the kugel blitz and then you expect that she would not be this murderously angry and victor says look i like say it because <laughs> that's when it got real like oh we're gonna say names now because victor replies this isn't about saving the world this was about hurting me because of no go ahead say her name say her name oh don't do it yeah yeah oh my god luther tried to intervene she didn't even turn to acknowledge his presence she just put her hand up and he sat the fuck back down and they go toe to toe like okay well did harlan make you feel better for claire did uh that make you feel better for sissy because this was personal for you just as personal as it was for me and you lied to me like that's that's on the table guys that's on the table it's not like we just killed harlan for no reason harlan was a danger and even five asked like how do you know well he was a sweet kid when i knew him but that's very you know when you knew him versus the however many fucking decades he's been living on this earth 
then she tells her to shut up and she literally can't speak she tells her puts it all on the line you kill Pablo, you keep changing the timeline this is all kind of your fault even though we're not saying it's your fault but we know it's your fault and we keep forgiving you we keep cleaning up your mess and everyone's caring more about how you're doing than they are about why what's happening right now and i think she does deep down understand and forgive for all that like she doesn't hold it too bitter but it's, i can only deal with so much and then you top this on top of that like i was putting all that aside but i think what got me is me watching you have to fight so hard for the person that killed our mother that's the reason why i don't have claire allison blames him because not only did you manipulate me it was clear that the priority here despite you empathizing me was more self-driven by your own than by family and you understand that aesthetically right but you do need to take ownership and i think she does take ownership i think that was the whole the whole point here when she comes back in the end like you're just gonna like what ben said he did it in a shitty way but it was the truth like you're gonna let the world suffer because you're mad at your sister but this was hurtful this was actually very hurtful for me because i saw both sides of the equation i know it feels as if i'm taking up more for allison but this also needed to be confronted and put out there because i feel like nobody actually really did ever call uh, victor out on his bullshit <laughs> like if you will call me out on my bullshit fine but victor you got to be like just we are all here in this situation stemming from yes our own mistakes but primarily the fact that you went full villain full villain you had your reasons but yeah that's uh that's uh something we have to worry about because you have an extremely extreme amount of power that could possibly it well did in the world even benevolently is that the word he said something to that effect uh yeah i was trying to do the right thing and save carl harlan's life is something he tells five later on but i love that conversation oh my god that was my second favorite conversation of the episode but it ends with the rumor wearing off victor choking and alice is saying we should have left you in the in the basement the other two sparrow family members and christopher were eating this shit up this is like the best day of their life like you fight like we do nah man we don't we don't fight like this this is this is probably the one of the worst that we've had and i appreciated the fact that they were like take it easy allison and then when she finally said that they're like okay enough that's too far that was the line you were almost crossing it now you've crossed it and that's when she gets backhanded as well and she licks the blood off and that was disgusting pray for me 
Victor goes up to his uh, room, except it's Ben's room, where there are drawings of Jennifer. He recalls Allison's words, no matter what happens, I will always love you. Puts on the headphones. Drama over, they go down to the basement and find the the Kugel Blitz. They did some calculations and proposed to contain the next wave, which comes in about every two to three hours, they said. They need, of course, Victor, Lila, Christopher, and Sloan to contain it. Five test Sloan's calculations. Lila's like, am I supposed to find this hot? It was like, no. <laughs> uh what the fuck is up with luther literally looking like which family is he supposed to sit on you stupid three days they have been with you three days and you feel the need you are the worst sloan wasn't even the worst in this episode you are the weakest link (laughs) goodbye sir uh so the plan is the plan the plan's about to go off and then all of a sudden grace shows up and decides that they cannot she's like you plan to imprison my god i love when he was like he was looking at luther like what happened to mom's eyeball <laughs> they were mouthing that was one of the funnier scenes and then he tried to offer Faye a jelly bean after allison ripped his, ripped her life out <laughs> so um (laughs) this uh this turns into grace deciding to attack her own children with a flamethrower because she's been absolutely cult (laughs) there's something about uh religion in here and i'm sure it it was gonna work but this is just a waste of this character for this season i feel bad for her (laughs) she tries uh or diego tries to get her to calm down but she even fillets him just a little bit and five decides to uh propel her away and kill her by i mean he don't give a fuck do he he will snap a neck in a heartbeat he does catch her though and says sorry and she ends with saying a singing some type of christian hymn and that feels like how radicalism should be ended uh they celebrate later because it works they contain the kugelblitz it comes out as a fart of course despite the success allison cannot celebrate oh she does have a really good conversation with lila i like this conversation where she's behind the bar she's looking for beer even though that's probably oh that's why it was champagne she was looking for something to drink that wasn't liquor got it now got it she says you know how do i get your brother to accept my apology apparently everybody knows everyone's business around here (laughs) and she says people don't want apologies they want confessions they want you to sit there and tell 
them every bad thing you did to them so that they know that you understand amen to that shit i'm about to go print that on a t-shirt somewhere because that shit is gospel that's what people don't understand about apologies (laughs) anyone can say they're sorry but how do you what are you sorry for right you never get that part not truly not an acknowledgement just an acknowledgement of not what you did so she takes that advice and decides to give some of her own because she's like yeah uh about all that spicy drama kind of sorry to hear about your your child but she's like oh i get it i'm figuring it out because she's like i'm fine i'm figuring it out that it doesn't matter what we do people like us were fucked basically we're gonna keep going through like if we survive this crisis then we're gonna be in another timeline and then maybe something else will happen and we might go to another timeline and another timeline and it just feels all worthless and she says oh you're in a spin and she explains to her because she is someone who's used to being in different timelines and i really never put that connection to how that really inter interwoves her into the family in itself so that's pretty cool and she explains that you know because she's also coming from experience so she's like yeah um that's it doesn't matter where you are when you are what you have to focus on is something to focus on uh i don't i'm not saying the correct words here but she knows that there there's no matter where you are you have to have your focal point and she says well what if my focal point is gone i'm glad she's back focused on claire because does she want claire and ray or does she just want claire because it's been very much right but she's also just still mourning ray so actually that makes sense i retract my statement she says well what if she's gone and she's like well find another focal point otherwise you're gonna drown what's sad that what's sad is is that luther could have been her focal point if if things had been different right if this had been an original timeline some time ago it felt like it was always claire and then it was luther and then it was her family so with luther now pretty much his priority is different and he pretty much lets her know like i will not be your sloppy seconds which that's fair let's just be real that's fair um she doesn't have anything else like you do see diego finding lila five in the apocalypse (laughs) as lila points out to him uh luther now has found sloan uh klaus has now found his father (laughs) But she is rather left alone without any purpose and with losing seemingly, seemingly, um, so concurrently on top of the additional racism. I think that also adds a element like I got stuck in the 60s like y'all got stuck in the 60s, but I was black in the 60s (laughs) and that's just a whole other i was black and also i i could not talk i had no agency i was dependent 
so that is a different story to be told luther decides to propose to sloan there is nothing that's not going to convince me that he ain't doing all this shit so fast after three days just to chase what allison did that you're just not going to convince me i'm not saying he don't genuinely care about sloan but i think that he is he is contextualizing it in a much like he's created this bubble and you know how you romanticize something you just keep romanticizing it a lot of people do that when they first get together it's called the honeymoon phase for a reason but that's why you're supposed to you know propose after the honeymoon phase to know if you really are like y'all never even lived together but y'all about to get married sure let's talk about this conversation five has with did i I miss any good lines because i wrote down some good lines that i had i think that we are yeah uh yeah this whole last conversation was bomb ass because five comes in and we think that he is about to do the one thing that ben was saying are you been sitting up here the whole time waiting for somebody to chase you (laughs) as the rest of your family are trying to save the world you're in up here in your feelings that that was harsh but valid (laughs) he's like stop crying into my bed sheets it's gross that's just you're such an asshole but you are thinking okay he's gonna have the conversation about allison and that's exactly how victor starts it off like uh what are we gonna do about allison i'm not worried about allison or we're all worried about allison but i came to talk about you he's like seriously yeah so vanya let's talk about this i mean while allison was out of line yes definitely oh she murdered so yeah that was the response she killed someone do you know why i was so gung-ho for this timeline to work no i slaughtered a boardroom full of people to buy our way back here don't do the math uh the equation does not exist we will never save enough lives to make up for the ones that we take this is the price of being powerful sometimes we step on ants i feel like this is the first grown adult conversation (laughs) we've really had about the consequences of their actions not only just victor but all of them they are chaos they come with a great deal of power and people do end up being victim to that and sometimes that means people we care about die there's every two harlans for every two clairs in the universe and he's like i'm worried about you he's like uh you don't have to be worried about me i'm not why would you be worried about me it's like because you are very dangerous victor hargreaves the decisions you make impact the entire world you don't get to make them alone then he follows it up with what do you call a hero that doesn't listen to anyone and makes their own decisions a villain and victor says i am not a villain five i sure hope so but it's yet to be seen then he follows it up with no more going rogue 
if you need anything i'm always here for you you can come and talk to me but lie to us again victor i will kill you myself okay lamborghini mercy yo chick she's so thirsty i'm in that two c limbo with your girl she trying to jerk okay lamborghini mercy yo chick she's so thirsty i'm in that two c limbo with your girl she trying to jerk that boy dropped bars bars oh victor bars it's like you are a danger because you need to accept the fact that people are going to die and you are going to be responsible and you have been trying to save one person versus the world it's not that simple and the thing of it is people are making sacrifices and you keep going rogue <laughs> oh aiden gallagher is an amazing actor he's got a long career ahead of him he did so good in that scene then we get the ending scene where Faye and ben toast she says we did a good job getting them together taking care of the the kugel blitz then he said then she says we'll kill them in the morning right and he says no no one's killing anyone why did you want to kill them no one's killing anyone and i felt like that that was so irrational of her because she wasn't the same but maybe she was closer to the siblings because it felt last episode she was being like no we gotta be about the world and he says that me and dad have something going on so that confirms that he still wants to utilize them for a reason he's probably being played and she says well i don't have to listen to you anymore i'm done with uh following you you're a poor leader you make terrible decisions you're a shit human being he's like you don't speak for christopher christopher's like fuck this shit i quit faye decides to toast victor with her glass and apparently if you are going to imprison something you should probably not try to tinker with it christopher that it's a person why didn't you think of some place to put that energy but alas this causes the kugel bliss i don't know why Faye, you needed to approach christopher and say i'm going to help you when it's clear that you cannot but i guess that's what you do for family if you really care about them because they were on their way out to be an independent and living their lives and unfortunately she got wiped away in the kugel blitz with christopher and now ben is an orphan that has to suck for him he's rejected by both families <laughs> you ain't supposed to be a y'all uh that is gonna conclude our recap and review of the episode i am looking forward to what is reginald hargreaves plan i'm not even gonna try to spend too many of my brain cells thinking about it but he's definitely up to something is he gonna train everybody else to do their powers better or is it just needed for like he needed something for klaus he needed klaus to do his powers better why why is that we do have mail so let's hop into the mailbag
Tina. This is Mimi. This is Feedback for Umbrella Academy, season three, episode seven. Um, I watched it early this morning. Um, I actually really, really enjoyed this episode. It was really good. Um, I remember, like last the last podcast you and I listened to, with you were talking about um, Allison. And it, like, I really, I think because of the pandemic and there was really, like, usually with shows, like, there's usually, like, a year in between with the Umbrella Academy. I realize why we think there's more seasons than there are because they came out, like, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit when it was renewed. So they didn't, like, start filming. I, th- I think they started filming and then it stopped. I think there was, but there was, like, two years in between season one and season two so there there was like there was a big gap so between like from the final the season finale of season one to when two started there was a lot of time so I forgot and I gotta be honest I forgot that Vanya uh Victor who I should say Vanya who is now known as Victor what Vanya did like not only did she kill Pogo in an atrocious manner, um, and granted, I get like why they locked her in the basement. Um, I understand why they wanted to get her out of the basement as well, but I forgot how like she was with that crazy dude and he was manipulating her and she like tried to kill everybody. She, she did attempt did murder with. Um, Allison like slit her throat like she could have easily died I remember that and I now and it's it's really it's crazy that I forgot because last season I I felt like she was kind of being selfish but I understand like she found a time period where she felt like she was finally being herself okay so I allowed it and they honestly didn't know what was gonna happen so you know I season two I guess I had more empathy for for Vanya than I did in season one and now with Victor it seems as though it's honestly almost as if like it's like a clean slate which is not how it works like you can't just erase the past and the scene when Allison told Victor like I killed Harlan because I know what he did he killed our moms he's the reason that Claire doesn't exist He's the reason his poop splits is in the basement. He is the reason for all this. And you lied right in my face. Like, you literally lied. And and she did. Sorry. He did. He did. All of that. And when Allison, like, when they were, like, fighting and she was like, everything that's happened to me is your fault. And it seems like no matter what, like, nobody, everyone keeps sucking up, telling me to suck up my pain. But nobody's fucking telling you. Like, you keep being forgiven for all the bullshit you do. And I'm sick of it. And I was like, oh, shit. She is not wrong. Like, that whole scene, it was so intense. Very well acted. The actress that did plays Allison did the damn thing. She did it. And then when she was like, shut your mouth, her eyes blew. <laughs> I was like, wait, how are you doing that without saying I heard a rumor? Like, it was crazy as hell. I mean... If, side note, if she didn't have to say I heard a rumor, that would save a lot of time. She could just use her powers. 
people wouldn't have a chance to put their defenses up. I'm not saying what Allison is like. I'm not saying she's handling her grief very well, but when she laid it out like that, I got it. And I was like, shit, I can't believe I forgot all the shit she put them through. And, you know, you know, she ran away. <laughs> and when she went into the room, I was like, you know, that's not your house no more. <laughs> and it was Ben's room. I was like, wow. Yeah, he's not going to like that. <laughs> he dragged her and it was subtle, though. He was like, I know you didn't run away and expect somebody to chase you. That's embarrassing. <laughs> she was like, I'm sorry. Victor was like, he was like, it's official. Our Ben is better. No, I mean, this Ben is a dick, but he wasn't wrong. You need to get over yourself. And um, think about, really think about what Allison said, because she wasn't wrong. Everything she said was an actual fact. And you need to own up to the bullshit that you did. I'm not saying that killing Harlan was right, but she had a right to be angry with you. She, I, I think she wanted to feel something, because right now she's, I mean, Layla was probably right about her feeling everything at once and it's just canceling each other out. But feeling numb is, is a thing. Like sometimes you're, that's, people get depressed and that's usually right before they start trying to harm themselves it's because they don't feel anything anymore. And it's like at this point, especially with the way her family keeps telling her suck of her pain, that that's the beginnings of like people being depressed and they don't feel like they have anybody to talk to. She... You know, with her superpowers, who knows what she could do. Um, and then the scene with uh, her and uh, not not Allison and Five, Victor and Five, um, when Five was saying, you know, you need to, you know, you need to understand that your your powers are very strong, and they they put you in a position to where, you know, you can't you can't just make decisions by yourself. And when he said. You know what they call a superhero who doesn't listen to anybody and makes decisions by himself? A villain. And I was like, damn, you're right. They do call him a villain. And I was like, that's exactly what you were in season one. <laughs> it was, it's crazy. Cause I mean, those timelines happen, but I do think that, you know, Victor is under the impression that because Vanya was never his true self, that the actions of Vanya don't count towards him. And that's not how it fucking works. Vanya was your past, but you can't erase, you can't just stop your past from happening. Your past happened, and the consequences of your past affected other people, and you need to fucking own up to that shit. And I think that's one of the things that, that the Victor fans aren't understanding, or they just gloss over. Because Victor isn't the uh, uh, innocent bystander and all this. Most of the shit that's happened to everyone in the family is Victor's fault. If we're, if we're gonna be real. Um, I think we're about to find out that Five has some shit to do with it too, but you know, I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. We don't know anything about Five yet, except you know, that he was stuck in time. He was an old man. He worked for the commission, and um, apparently he was the higher up but no one knows that yet but Layla and I guess you know maybe Layla told Diego so I guess we'll see um I'm sad that um they weren't able to trap the Kula Blitz and it killed Chris because Chris and uh 
say we're finna be out that bitch and be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> You're not, we don't respect your number one anymore. Um, and now it's just Ben. And it was Diego that saved him, which was, oh, no, 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 five that saved him. Interesting. I wonder why he felt like maybe for a split second he forgot that wasn't his Ben. <laughs> we'll see. I hope, I hope the fact that he was saved by the Umbrella Academy will maybe make him not be such a dick. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, and then lastly, I want to talk about Klaus because um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is secretly one of Klaus's wishes in life is to be loved by his father and to actually have <laughs> him teach him something. And I, it was it was really cool to see him say, you know, I feel like I didn't want you guys to have your full potential because. I wanted to control you. Um, so you are way more powerful than you think. Like, you need to, you know, you need to suck it up and stop being afraid. You're not a kid anymore. You got to slay these demons. And it's like, I, I, my whole time was like, why are these, these ghosts trying to kill you? Did it ever occur to you? Maybe they're trying to talk to you <laughs> and you're running away. And, you know, I, I've never been a ghost. <laughs> And I only know my ghost lore from all the, the, the years of sci-fi television I watch. But sometimes they're, the way they die, they don't know how to communicate. And maybe they're coming off as terrifying, but that's not what they really meant. Mean. I don't know. But um, I remember, I don't remember everybody's name. I remember Allison as rumor. Um, Vanya was white violin or something stupid like that. And then... Uh, I remember Klaus being Seance, and it's, it makes sense now, but he has all these powers, and we, you know, la the last season, what, didn't he use the, the ghost soldiers to help fight? So it's like, you have these powers, and they're really good, Klaus, it's just that you're so, huh, I don't know, I, I don't even have a word for Klaus, like, if he's not drunk, he's high it's like you should be past that by now did it didn't you get over that didn't you go back in time and you got to be around your 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 boo thing i mean granted he you know it didn't turn out the way he wanted it to be oh i don't even think he got to see him i think he saw him but it didn't turn out how he wanted it i'm not sure but i thought when he like i guess that cult that he was with i thought he like and he was with Ben, and I thought he, it, it meant he turned over to leave, but clearly not. So maybe this is a stepping stone. Like, now we know you can die and reanimate yourself. Last time they showed it, it looked like it, he was under a minute. So that'll be, I guess that'll be cool. And a very useful, um, useful tool. I mean, I don't know if it's a black hole and it's a Google Blitz. I don't know that you could reanimate yourself if you don't exist, but I guess we'll see. It would suck if you're the only one alive. <laughs> um, anyway, but I do, I did like the scene with uh, Klaus and Reginald. It, it seemed like that was something Klaus wanted his whole life, <laughs> so he finally got it. Um, I'm very interested to see what goes on next. Um, they, I mean, I'm not even concerned about Luther and. Um, Sloan because like I told you before their relationship doesn't even make sense it's it, it would be also a part of the Kuka Blitz <laughs> because it doesn't it doesn't make sense 
neither one of you should exist. So you can't be married, you can't have a happily ever after, because if Sloan exists, Luther doesn't. And if Luther exists, Sloan doesn't. Like they, they can't be the same in the same timeline. I don't know, I'm assuming Sloan would have existed, but she wouldn't have been a, a Sparrow Academy, because Sparrow Academy doesn't exist. Um, in a regular timeline, if we go back to the original one from season one, maybe Luther might run into Sloan somewhere. And in that case, they can be whatever the hell they want to be, but not in this timeline. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway, so um, we'll see what happens now that the Cuba Blitz has pulsated and killed the only Sparrow Academy left is Ben. Um, so we'll see what happens next. It looks like it took out most of the city. And I'm assuming the world. That one was a big pulse. Um, oh, yeah. And then they five had to kill mom robot. That's sad. Even though she wasn't really Diego and then his mom, she was completely different because she, you know, they treated her differently. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, I I can't wait till next episode and to hear what you guys think. I know Shy says she couldn't get into it, so I'm curious to see what you're feeling about this uh, episode. So until next time, love, peace, earrings, and like romantic queen of the couch, beauty out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So as you heard, I too really enjoyed this episode. So I think it's just a matter of what they're giving us when they're giving. I think it's a little, a little slow getting going and they definitely have things that are more interesting, but I do think it's, uh, it's still good. As far as your feedback, you be calling Layla Lila all the time, but I know what you mean. Uh, I did like what Lila said you are feeling everything at once when she said she thought she would feel something anything worse or better but she feels nothing that's very relevant Um, I uh, I also agreed that yeah I think you said it ownership is everything but I think that's also why Victor came back down them stairs and only just went upstairs in the bedroom you know what you did was not okay like he needed just think about it like this if he was tried in a court of law they'd be like okay you are still guilty of manslaughter (laughs) maybe you can't don't need to be killed but in the in the exchange of things come on now like you can't say that they're wrong even if you believe that you're right and I think that Victor knows that though. That's the great thing. I think with that conversation with five uh, and that I think part of it, that's why she was or he dang you got me like you. I was doing great with pronouns. Uh, he was thinking of that moment of that trust that Allison put in her and completely abused it. And I also agree that does not necessarily mean that Allison is skate free. She's not handling her grief well. And she's she's becoming, she's spiraling, but it is self-destructive as much as it is. Uh, well, it's more self-destructive than it is otherwise. Because she's just, you know, what she did. And even, you know, that's the one part I did like with Luther. But like, oh, you don't, you think you're good? Is that explain what you did to me the other day? And it doesn't seem like he put that shit out there as everybody's business as well. Because he, during that, he could have. But like, well, you just tried to rape me the other day. <laughs> and 
like that would not have not still been factual so uh on one hand i think that is exactly like people know that she's not reacting the right way but they don't really know what to do about that they're just concerned but it isn't the same as this man portrayed all of us your family after everything you still would lie you still would think that that was the right thing to do you're trying to save him from being murdered and yes you do have some self-blame but you have to that's not the the thing it's like you can't blame like you have to deal with that that's what we all have to like i killed a whole boardroom full of innocent people because i put this family first and that is what it means to be part of this family particularly with them powers yes you feel bad and that's not to say you shouldn't feel bad but if that's the case then then you can't give up because we're still trying to fight to make it better for other people despite the fact that you know we've done terrible terrible things and yeah you're sitting here like allison killed a person she killed one person you don't even want to know the things that i've done over time uh diego doesn't seem like he was uh taking people to jail <laughs> so he would understand the only person that's still in that little bubble is luther but even luther was like shit and then i mean he was down with killing mom so i feel <laughs> and he still calls her grace he's the only one that calls her grace well i feel like everybody else might call it no i feel like everyone else did call her mom uh yeah as far as fans this is the thing with fandom i'm cool with them when they're not just standing i feel with when it was vanya it was standing for white feminism now that vanya is victor the stands are now for their pronouns and that neither is right no one's saying you can't have a bias because that would just be that we all have that right it's not to say oh i i affirm and so i'm going to i i totally get that part of it that's why i try to see both sides of the equation right and not try to be so uh one or the other but it's not as if i can sit here and act like i don't like allison over victor even though i do still really like victor i wasn't holding it against him but at the same time like i forgave but i didn't forget and that's the same thing where allison is at like i forgive you but i i don't forget you know <laughs> if the worst thing that's happening is me telling you to shut up for all of five seconds eh, in comparison you you killed all of our mothers <laughs> in a moment of your own grief but you also could have explained that to them you didn't give them a chance you didn't give them a chance but because you knew in the end it still was going to be the same decision and you just fundamentally didn't agree with that decision uh i think that ben is ben even if they hate him which is why they saved him or why he would save him because <laughs> it's almost the same reason why diego still calls grace mom those associations just don't disassociate even if you know that that's not kind of like when barry went to the other timeline and he's screaming and he's like that's not your barry nice but it is barry or it is iris 
It'll always be Iris. I've had a lot of flash uh, comebacks. That's because Grant Gustin had a, a on Instagram. He did a message out there, so maybe a flash is just on my mind. But it's the same kind of concept, right? And as far as technically, it could be a different timeline because you go back to the original timeline. But there's nothing to say really that these timelines aren't the original time, or these aren't just different timelines that they find themselves crossing space and time to be in meaning they have their own legitimacy they this is just like with dark remember we did we went to a different timeline with dark and there was no jonas and then once you took that one equation out everything else was different even though certain people were say, still the same i think that's the what could be here like there's different things and people are different relationships da 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 da, da. but they themselves are the continued uh, anomaly and maybe they they will always be i mean i feel like we've never even touched or scratched the surface of what the commission truly is i do think that klaus is sober i agree why you running from the ghost ghost and not only that dave was his his boo he did go to the war so kind of like a cycle he was always going to meet him he's always going to fall in love and he was always going to die uh the thing of it is though when he was being tortured by cha-cha and hazel in season one when he was sober ben had gotten him to talk to the ghost like talk to the babushka so that's why that scene didn't really work for me not only that it's like uh you know that some of them just want to talk maybe yeah, that's why i also didn't know why they had to make him translucent <laughs> i didn't like the ghost scene it was really silly i did not even i skipped over the fact that lila did tell diego admitted what she did uh, told him that she really is pregnant she didn't know how to tell him so she decided to be a coward she saw that he was a good dad but she doesn't think that she could be a good mom when someone who doesn't have a family wants a family more than anything in the world but she knows that she's a little fucked up he's a little fucked up too to be quite fair and i like that they ended the scene with her asking i want that with you and him saying let me think about it because yeah you shouldn't be able to just get what you want no let me you did betray me in a big way you lied to me um you you could have been honest with me i didn't do shit to you as was pointed out this is all your own shit that you was taking out on me <laughs> so uh there is the episode really enjoyed it looking forward to the next one hopefully it is just as good if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black magic.